Hi, my name is Stevie Wright, and you're listening to the Of Course You Can podcast. I'm a life coach, breathwork facilitator, and somatic healer, and this podcast is about possibility, permission, and the willingness to soak up all that the universe has to offer us. Of Course You Can has been my prayer throughout the years that has opened me to a deeper state of happiness, and my wish is that it does the same for you. Let's get started. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Of Course You Can. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me today. I'm so excited to connect with you. We've got a few questions here today. And you guys, I am just so touched at how you are just bearing your soul in these questions and really sharing vulnerably, sharing your heart. I so appreciate it, and I'm thrilled to be answering these questions. So before we dive in, I want to remind you that the Held Mastermind begins tomorrow, November 8th. However, I'm keeping the doors open for one more week after we open. So we're going to be open for another week. And if you're just now tuning into the podcast, you haven't heard about it before, the Held Mastermind is my 10-month somatic healing mastermind. There are 12 women max. And if you've been in some of my containers before, you know that sometimes there are 20, 30, 40 people in my spaces, which is amazing. And the group energy is, is really powerful. However, I'm very, very excited to be offering a long-term container that is such an intimate group. So, so intimate. My intention, well, one one of my intentions for this space has been to make sure that everyone is seen and heard, that everyone has the time and space they would need to have a genuine process, a genuine unfolding, a genuine bloom, a genuine becoming. And You know, earlier this year, I've done a few rounds of a different course called Of Course You Can, The Mini Mind. It's how I came up with the name of this podcast. And that was a six-week mini mind. And it also only had about 10, 11 women. And the breakthroughs that happened because we had the time and space, the the shifts and the life-altering experiences that happened because we had the time and space and we had the luxury of a small group of women, I'm like, holy shit, what is going to happen in 10 months? (laughs) And so this program, this mastermind rather, is somatic focused. It's energetic led. And if you want to build and create something beautiful in your life, whether that is more impact in your business, a money milestone, really rich, depthful, intimate community, you know, feeling safe in yourself, feeling confident to go after your desires, a relationship you want to call in, whatever it is, held is the space where you're going to get the holding you would need to really not only remove any blocks that are keeping you at limitation or lack or fear, right? But also creating a safe foundation in yourself, a safe foundation 
that allows your manifestations to land, that allows them to actually drop down from the ethers and land in your body, land in your actual concrete experience, your life. So I'm I can't even tell you how excited I am for these next 10 months. We have two calls a month, two two-hour calls a month. There are three one-on-one sessions included. We have an in-person Los Angeles retreat at the end of the 10 months. You guys, it is going to be so deeply supportive for me, for you, for all of us. So I'm really excited. The application to held is in the show notes. You can apply below. And that's all I want to tell you today. I love you so much. Let's get started on these questions. Okay, Katie, here we go. Katie, how do you know if the feeling is coming from a trauma or from your gut instinct? In manifesting, I understand the idea of deliberately creating your life and you can change your thoughts and energy to align with the vibration you desire. However, where I'm getting confused is if I have a negative feeling towards a project I'm working on. Is the feeling coming from trauma? For example, like I'm scared to get wrapped up in the energy of the project and it doesn't work out. I'll let people down and they will shut me out, which is something that's actually happened in the past. Or is it just a gut instinct that it isn't right? It isn't the right path for me and I should let the project go. Thank you. Thanks for this question, Katie. Well, here's what I'll say. I think the best way that we can decipher what's happening, right? If it's just like a healthy fear, right? Or if it's saying, no, this project isn't correct. Or if it's coming from a trauma that's that's having your energy closed down, the best thing that we can do over and over and over again is drop into the body and welcome the feelings. Drop into the body, welcome the feelings. Because then you'll, you'll be able to decipher what's happening inside. And here's what that can look like. You take a breath. You get quiet. And you locate, okay, where am I feeling this right now? And you can start with your thought forms. What are the thought forms I'm having? Okay, those thought forms, as I'm thinking those thought forms, what do I notice inside? And specifically paying attention to sensation and emotion. So it could be, should I, should I let this project go? I feel scared. I feel scared. Okay, drop in. Where do I feel that? Okay, it feels like a tightening in my heart. It feels like a, a constriction in my tummy. Great. Now just the be- your best friends here are breath, sound, and movement. So dropping in breathing and start to welcome what you're feeling and listen it makes a lot of sense to not want to welcome fear contraction yuck blah it makes a lot of sense to not want to welcome that but actually that is the way through and it's the way that we get clarity so dropping in starting to welcome the feelings daring to let the sensation get bigger so if it's the tightening in the heart oh god I'm going to really welcome this tightening. I'm going to let it get bigger. I'm going to let it take up more, more space. I'm going to let it take up more of my experience. Here are my feet on the ground. I'm in my room right now. It's very, very safe to welcome this. And you start welcoming that tightness. Okay, and what does this t- tightness sound like? Oh, it's it sounds like 
you know maybe it sounds like and we just start welcoming what is how does the tightness want to move maybe it wants to get really really small and contract maybe it wants to stretch open or you just start following your body's guidance system okay so we just start welcoming and welcoming and a question you can ask yourself katie is what does this remind me of how is this feeling familiar just ask your body it might be a memory it might be a picture it might be a knowing and once we start getting into this inquiry you're going to start noticing what's coming up right it, it could look like oh wow i'm hitting that old fear of if i do something wrong people are going to turn their back on me right I, I, I'm scared to eat. What did you say? I'm scared to get wrapped up in the energy of the project and then it doesn't work out. So something about being let down or failing and then people turning on you, right? So you said that that's happened in the past. And I'm not saying that this is happening for this example, but you might notice, oh, wow, that feeling of failure and that feeling of having people turn on me. Oh, wow. That's right here. Okay, sweetheart. Let me just welcome that. And then listen to your inner child. So that's what I would say. You could just start moving into a process like that is the best thing you can do. Drop into your body. Breath, sound, and movement are your best friends. Where have I felt this before? Welcoming the sensations. And start to just, again, welcome the energy of what's happening inside. It sounds like to me you're in a very heady mental place of trying to figure it out from your head of like, is this trauma? Is this, what is this? The best thing that we can do to get clarity is drop in. So I hope that's helpful for you, Katie. And I'm thinking about you. Let me know how that landed. All right. The next question here is from Sydney. Sydney says, Stevie, I'm in embodied confidence. And you said something in module eight about taking a stand for yourself. As you've expanded into higher versions of yourself, how has your practice of taking a stand for yourself evolved? Has your process brought about new areas where you take a stand for yourself or doubling down on your core boundaries? Thank you, Sydney. Beautiful question. Well, let me just, for anyone who's not taken embodied confidence, let me just explain what I mean by this. So in module eight of embodied confidence, I talk about really how the core of that program is what I like to call taking a stand for yourself. And as I was working on that program, it took me like, oh my goodness, seven, eight months to really sift through the curriculum and create it in a way that I felt super proud of. And it, it took me sifting through my process to create that. And after a while, you know, I, I, I felt like I was having a hard time finding the linchpin. I was like, okay, there's this part and this part and this aspect and this aspect, but what's like the the linchpin in this. And it wasn't until I went to a plant medicine ceremony with a bunch of my friends and, um, the prompt, the, the kind of opening question that, that we were all tuning into before we took the medicine was pick someone in the room and reflect what you see in them. How do they inspire you? And one of my friends, Scott, he, he picked me and he said, you know, Stevie, what I see in you is early in your, he's someone that he's known me for many, many years. And he's seen me through all of the process of building my business in the last six, seven years. And so 
he said, you know, you really were someone who was getting beat down. You were someone who was getting projected on and someone who was getting bullied and someone who was being made fun of. And you took a stand for yourself. You stood in your footprint. And when he said that to me, I go, oh my God, something clicked inside. And I said that that's what it is. I, ha- I wasn't able to name it before, but that's what it is. And it, that's what, you know, by the way, that's what's so powerful about clear mirroring and reflection, not just from friends, but from mentors you trust, coaches, clear mirroring, in my opinion, is the most potent medicine you can have. I digress. <laughs> so when he said that to me, I was like, that's it. That's the linchpin of this course is taking a stand, your- stand for yourself. And what that means to me is, you hold a standard for your life. You hold a standard for your life and you're not available for anything less, right? I'll do what it takes to experience the reality that I want. I'll do the inner work. I'll do the outer work. I'll take action. I'll stay consistent. I'll get the support and I'll rise into that reality. I will become her. I will become her, right? So it's about what are you on wavering on. Okay. So now back to your question, Sydney, in the beginning, like I just said, in the, towards the beginning of my journey, it was really about, you know, taking, taking a stand for myself look like blocking out the bullshit, not taking on people's projections, you know, believing in myself at all costs. Um, that's not my reality anymore. I don't get those kinds of projections anymore. I have really, really safe, safe people in my life. So that's not my reality anymore. These days, Taking a stand for myself looks like trusting my work. Looks like trusting my work, that it's powerful, that it changes lives. Uh, That looks like being in ownership in who I am as a space holder. It, It looks like taking care of myself, right? Having a morning routine, taking care of my health, the way I care for my body, my energy, um, getting better at not going on my phone, you know, in early in the day, right? Uh, Another example is, Um, you know, earlier this year, I started working on my music. And so many of you know, you know, you've, you've been with me in that process of releasing my EP. I've released four songs of my, of my EP, and I'm going to be starting to make new, new music really soon. But for my entire life, no joke, I had the old story that I'm a performer, but not an artist. You know, I can perform and like, boom, bah, like, you know, hold the room, be on stage and really hold the room. But I, I'm not an artist. I can't create, I don't write my own music, you know? And that's something that I, I really was burdened with for most of my life. And so it wasn't until 2023 this year that I started writing, that I hired a fantastic producer, Leggy Langdon, and that I released a goddamn EP of my music, my thoughts, my words, what I believe in, what I want to put out and my voice, you know? So that earlier in at the end of 2022, when I was sitting with that and, and really kind of getting, preparing myself for that, taking a stand looked like, you know, not buying into the story that I'm not a creative. That is not true. It's not fucking true. I'm not willing to experience this lifetime without creating my own music. I'm so good at singing. I'm also deeply creative. I have something to say. I'm not willing to be on my deathbed and saying, damn, I wish I would have taken the risk and developed my my creator, my artistry, right? So it really just depends on the season of life that I'm in. 
and what I'm working on, what I'm experiencing, what I'm moving through. But I think taking a stand always evolves as I, as I evolve. So thank you. And I want to just point anyone for, um, if any of that conversation just then inspired you, honestly, you guys, you got to take embodied confidence. It's so, so good. It is really powerful. And honestly, it's like, it's so much more than confidence. It's really about building your self-worth. It's, it's about trusting in yourself, believing in yourself, believing in a higher power, whether that's God, source, oneness, divine, whatever you call it, believing and trusting in your universe, that there's something that's holding you, that there's a bigger thing that's holding you, that you're not going to slip through the cracks. So Embodied Confidence is the shit. I highly recommend it. Also, if you want to start with one of my workshops, there is a workshop that I have on my website called Embodied Evolution. And it's all about that energy I was talking about of becoming her, really embodying the next growth edge, the next evolution of yourself. Uh, okay, that's a good one. That was a that was fun to answer. Thank you, Sydney. All righty. And then our last question here is from Krista. Krista says, if you notice a pattern that isn't serving someone, what would it look like to reflect that with love? Thank you, Krista. Well, I would say, I think the first thing here is to ask for consent, right? It, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really feel good if someone's giving you their, their feedback, their two cents without asking first. I imagine you've maybe experienced that if you're, you know, maybe you guys have experienced that. I know I've, I've experienced that. So I think first the consent is what makes it feel more safe. So that could look like, Hey, I, I'm noticing something and I was wondering if you're available for a reflection. So asking consent and they might say, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. What are you noticing? Or they might say, not right now. I actually don't have the space right now, but at a different time we can, or they might say, no, no, I'm not available for that. And that's where we get to really respect that boundary. So first things first, asking consent, I think makes it safe in the first place. And then sharing it with love just means having an open heart and not bringing any shame or judgment, right? So, hey, you know, I'm noticing that you keep going for emotionally unavailable men. And I just love you so much. And I want you to be happy. And I feel protective over you. Is there any way I can support you with this? You know, can I, this is if they say yes, right? Is there any way I can support you with this? Is there any way that I could, you know, if we could talk about this, if there's any way I could be here for you in this, I just, I'm noticing this and I love you and I'm here for you. I think that's what makes a reflection really safe, you know, and uh, my best friend Bree and I are so good at this. I have to tell you, we're so good at this and we've gotten really good at sharing reflections and, and doing it in a way that feels really, really loving and healthy. And sometimes like I I can speak, you know, for me, but I know this has happened for her too. Like she's reflected something to me and it makes me feel shame, but there's a difference. Let's feel this for a second. There's a difference between Brie shaming me and me feeling shame because I was seen in this 
behavior, this pattern, this whatever. Those are two very different things. She doesn't shame me, but it's okay if I be like, oh God, oh, you're right. Blah, blah, blah. You're seeing me in this ugly thing and that I, oh, oh, oh." right. And so that's okay. That's okay. And then we get to be with each other in that, right? We get to be with each other. So if there's, if, if shame comes through, that's okay. Just holding it with so much love of like, wow, in that, in that emotionally unavailable men thing, I, example I just gave, and if they were to feel shame, it's like, oh, I love you. That makes sense. I get it. You know, I get it because of this, this, this. I imagine this, this, this. And you're just giving them your empathy, your attunement, your love, your witness. It actually can be very, very, very healing. It's so it kind of actually on the same thread of the clear mirroring that I was talking about a second ago. But yeah, I hope that is helpful, Krista. Thank you for that question. All right, you guys, thank you so much. That is all the questions we have for today. Keep the questions coming. That link is in the show notes. And if you are interested in the Held Mastermind and walking together for the next 10 months, the application for that is also in the show notes as well. I love you so much. Of course you can. Okay, bye. Hey loves, if you are interested in embodied confidence, but you're not sure if it's for you, I want to invite you into my workshop, Embodied Evolution. It's $27. And if there's one thing I've mastered over the last few years, it's becoming her. And what I mean by that is connecting with and embodying my next evolution. So whether it's a manifestation I'm calling in, a desire I wish to experience, a way I want to show up. I have a go-to process in anchoring into that version of myself. I use this for program launches, money milestones, dynamics I wish to see in my relationship, creating new routines, ways I want to show up with the most confidence in my offerings, everything. I use it for everything. And this really isn't fake it till you make it. It's embody it till you become it. So Embodied Evolution is a 90-minute workshop. I'm going to teach you how to anchor into and connect with your next evolution. I'll teach you my exact process and how to connect with your most confident self, the questions to ask yourself, the mindset to adopt, the embodiment practices that will be your rocket fuel into creating the life that you want. So if this is something that seems interesting to you, I teach this whole process in Embodied Confidence. So essentially Embodied Evolution is a little taste of embodied confidence. It's $27. And what's cool about this workshop is that if it's a yes for you and you want to go deeper with embodied confidence, you can use that $27 toward your purchase of embodied confidence. We have the link below in the show notes and I hope you love it.